Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on the internet at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. I'm David C. Robertson of DC On Screen. You can find me at DCOnScreen.com. Uh, I tweet at da- David C. Robertson on Twitter. Uh, and the show tweets at DC On Screen. Cool. Perfect. Today, we're talking about minute number 119. And the minute's going to start out with uh, KG Beast looking upon a captive Martha Kent, very sinister-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the minute's going to end with Superman and Lois having a, a quick conversation, kind of out of nowhere. Su- yeah. Surprising Superman and Lois meet up. Something um, that I have to address real quick about yeah. this minute. This guy with this gun. Which one? Very, like right at the beginning of the minute. In the warehouse. Four seconds in. We'll see this gun played later on um, uh-huh. in the film. But uh, what, why, why, if you, I don't know. Martha Kent is. Uh, why have that gun? What is that? Like an M60 or whatever? Like unmounted? It's, it's one of those guns that has to be mounted to be legally used, yeah. right? Um, at least I think so. I'm, wasn't that the M60? Like, like M60s. Like what is it? In it is an, yeah, it is convention. an M60. Yeah, because I think it, it saw yeah. someone in half. One of Anatoly Kenyazev's henchmen is seen threatening Martha Kent with an M60 machine gun. When Batman comes to rescue Martha, he subdues the henchman and uses the M60 one-handed. one-handed. Yo, a, <laughs> is it in quotations that mm-hmm. Bruce just, Wayne, Batman, picks up that M60 and uses that one-handed and only gets yeah. off like precisely one bullet? Man, I'll have a lot to talk about when we get there, but... <laughs> But it says the machine gun M60, uh, the M60 machine gun with bipod folded in. Yeah. Um, just, okay, so this guy has a gun like that that's supposed to be mounted, right? But he's carrying it, and he's aiming it at Martha Kent. As if she's going to, like, if she gets up and walks away, like, that's it for her. Obliterated. But why that gun? Why At least take a break and, like, pull out a handgun and, like, take it easy, right? Because that's, like... Um, how heavy is that thing why are you holding it yeah i don't know it it seems like it is like overkill times overkill like like why even use that wasn't hang on now i think it's because wasn't in dark knight returns the gun that he does use that batman does use is an m60 Uh, against who what do you mean oh hang on batman uses an m60 nope (laughs) I'm confusing. You remember that? You remember that? Uh, I'm confusing the animated short of Flashpoint when he shoots Eobard in the head. That was just a handgun. Yeah, that was, was just Joe handgun. Chill's gun. Yeah. All right. What are we doing? We do a DC podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe sometimes we should, we should probably do know our this, research. right? Yeah. There's something about an M60 and uh, and and Dark Knight Returns. And if you guys know, let us know on all social media. At DC. Yeah. yeah. I- I don't. I don't know from guns. Like, I there is a bit in Dark Knight Returns where he shoots somebody with a gun, and he says, "I believe you," and he shoots them. Um, I don't. I don't know f- what type it is. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a gun guy. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, that's just you got us. It's just so. I just found it so silly. It was just like, hey, is this the gun I'm gonna be holding? Maybe the guy, this the extra, was like. Hey, this is a cool gun. <laughs> Can I hold this one? And they're like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And so he just they just went with that. But 
I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it does get brought back. What's it called? Dark Knight Returns uh, M60. Sure. You just search in Google. But now now that I realize how stupid it is, like I will headcanon it away as such. Uh, I grew up in the South, and I know a lot of people who run around, or I knew a lot of people who run around with uh, with big weapons that they can't handle because they think it makes them look cool. Yep. So that's uh, terrifying. We're, we're no strangers to that, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, come on, do something, do something more productive with your life. Like, start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I did find the uh, yeah. Don't image. Hold on. What'd you find? I found the um the the panels from the comic book. Um, I don't know. If, I'll I'll post it in the in the group or whatever. DC Cinematic minute listener society so people can see it but yeah he does say i believe you and but i don't know if it's an m60 it's just a big gun so um yeah maybe maybe that's the whole point of having it but just it's just incredible amount of unnecessary especially for martha kent where it's like yeah if you stand up like this thing's just gonna erase you from history i think that probably is like an m60 um you found the image? Yeah. I think it's just Miller's M60. Um, yeah, because, like, you can kind of see it, and, you know, it's it was 1980, so mm-hmm. it probably seems like a little bit exaggerated. We see... Gun, um, it's like, it is, like, the whole, like, that, that scene that we're referring to when Batman takes the gun, it is panel for panel, so... Yeah, almost exactly, Almost yeah. exact, yeah. Um... Moving on, we see the the henchman who does put down the 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 timer. So we're at thirty five minutes. So that means twenty five minutes was somehow gone. And I don't know if uh, I guess we if we think about Lex Luthor and Superman, that was only one, two, three, four, five five minutes. So that was a five minute exchange between Lex Luthor. By the time he he wound that that timer mm-hmm. so the other 20 minutes must be like they're already fighting at this point you know i I just assumed he spent like 20 minutes looking for lois so that he could go down there and be like woof when was there he... no more good people yeah uh, Mem- nothing stays good what's uh. the uh the scene that was taken out of him flying around metropolis yeah. looking for martha Apparently... so maybe that was the 20 minutes yeah. and then like him meeting Lois at the end of this, like, this is him, like, out of breath because he just scoured the city and couldn't find her. And he's like, oh, I got to do something. You think he spent 20 minutes doing that? Probably. Oh, man, that's terrible. It got, it had to get to a certain point, one, 20 minutes of Superman doing things, flying at, like, super speed, probably. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. insane. Metropolis is huge. But, uh, yeah, that's got to be, yeah. like, the way that, like, we see uh, Henry's acting kind of, like, what is what he's not he's like out of breath but he's like what is how do you describe him at the end of this minute like he's he's uh it's 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 a it's really high stress it's like it's like so uh, imagine like like i don't know what to do anymore like i exhausted all my my resources because he flew around the entire city probably a hundred times looking for his mom and couldn't find her at the same time he had to hear all the other cries and wails of just just other crime going on and he was like you know what um this isn't right (laughs) so i think i have to go confront him which is terrible. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. Like, 
He had to spend a certain amount of time looking for Lois, though. Like, I don't know how he would have known where she was. Well, it's just she, is she still, like, just at the base of the LexCorp tower? He got, she got dropped off at, like, the bottom there. And then, I guess maybe yeah, she... Yeah, I mean... Just took her a little bit to hail a taxi. Or she walked a couple blocks away and was like, all right, this is a good taxi spot. Or maybe she's leaving the Daily Planet. Uh, I mean, clearly she seems to be like in a rush to go somewhere. Maybe she heard about the, quote, unusual activity at the crash site. Uh, isn't she going so, to the Daily Planet? I think so. Yeah, because then she gets the helicopter from there. <laughs> How close is the Daily Planet to LexCorp? No, the, uh, the crash site. About as close as Metropolis and Gotham are to each other. Because it looks like it's happened. So we go to the Daily Planet. And as always, Jenny Jerwich's job is to watch television and tell us what's happening. Man, I'm jealous. I want that job. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's so an dumb. actual. I think it's an actual job. I want I'm, it. I've, if you're listening and you guys work for a news outlet, hire me. Yeah. And, it, and it, <laughs> it, like for some reason makes weird sense that that might be a job for news places is, hey, your job is to sit and watch and 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 analyze anything article that comes out and if you hear something you need to like hit everyone up within the office and be like hey this story's happening right now yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if jenny jerwich's job is to watch the news um but yeah she says something's happening at the ship but yeah no does something's happening at the ship because when we look at perry it's like outside his window it's like right there it's like what is that what is going on exactly it's like there are they reiterate it like four times in this in this minute yeah, it's sending it's massive. Like they, they say it on TV, she says it, Perry sees it out the window, and then as like Gal Gadot's walking into the thing, they, they play it again. They're just saying the same thing over again. That hotel lobby is beautiful. <laughs> Man, <laughs> these people that work in the Daily Planet just have no lives. What time of night it is? Well, no, it's of course like, not. shouldn't... I mean, like I get, like we talked about this before. Like reporters, just like it's like an open door policy. It's, like it's an open door yeah, policy. It's, like it's gotta, gotta be. Yeah, you gotta work on your things. You gotta come into the office if you don't need to be there. You can go home or whatever. There's a lot of employees here at night, and it's probably like what eight, it's, nine. It's gotta be right. It's gotta be like a like a. Well, the sun just like, set like a few minutes. At, well, Lex was so up like the top admin the staff. They have to be there like nine a.m. for like the morning meetings and huddles and whatnot. But besides that. You just have to hit your deadline. Doesn't matter if you come in six a.m. to seven p.m. or you know you come in from you know ten p.m. to three in the morning. Like, doesn't matter when that works for you. But hey, by Monday morning, that yeah. story better be ready to print. Yeah. So I like that. That's a cool yeah. policy. Um, I, mean, I don't know if it exists, <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be cool. But yeah, it's just I go for it. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we learned our lesson from the Black Zero event in Man of Steel. So with Perry White just kind of looking at the electricity and like the construction cranes that are on fire behind him. It's just like, if you see that, get out of there. We learned our lesson already, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just so, <laughs> I don't know. I I would be... You would think like all the employees at the Daily Planet, like once something like that just started happening, they'd be instantly out. Like, Steve, yeah, I was. You remember two years ago, Steve like, Lombard learned his lesson. He doesn't even work there anymore. Well, he got fired. No, he didn't. <laughs> he knew immediately. Hey, 
you know, aliens exist and that thing almost destroyed a part of Metropolis or did destroy a part of Metropolis. No. I'm out of here. He just, he used up all the resources in his trolling the intern pool and just there was nothing left for him. So he was like, yep, on to the next. I'd be out of there real quick. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wouldn't live in Metropolis. I would, it's crazy to say, but if you gave me the option to live in either Metropolis or Gotham, I would choose Gotham because mm-hmm. I feel like I can still hold my own do my own thing i guess whatever just keep an eye out for the batman just don't break any rules but if you're living in metropolis that's like you never know if an alien ship is going to come down and just aliens start. monsters aliens, robots uh aliens or just superman or just superman yeah oh yeah i wouldn't like i wouldn't live in either place oh no central city all did the you way. guys ever see powerless uh the show I didn't see yeah. it. That's the one with like the normal people and like their insurance company. Their insurance company for superheroes or something, right? Yeah, it's not as it, well. They changed it from an insurance company. Now it was like a, um, like the uh, oh gosh, what was it? Like the the tech innovation wing of of Wayne Enterprises. But um, it wasn't a good show. But <laughs> the important thing is they had a really cool concept that I liked. Is like the main character was from what she called a flyover state. And it was like somewhere in the in the Midwest, where like nothing ever happens. All they do is like they will occasionally see a superhero flying over them to go like put out a fire somewhere yeah. in another state. That's cool. I really like that uh, that concept, and that's where I would live if I were in the DC universe. Yeah, <laughs> like that's really. I'm not cool. dealing with robots and clowns. Screw that. I don't <laughs> think much happens in Coast City other than when it was. I guess vaporized, just utterly destroyed. Yeah, I guess that, that's the only one. Like, <laughs> nothing really, and like creepily recreated. Yeah. yeah, nothing really happened in Coast City except for it being totally destroyed and then coming back to life. I don't know. Um, well, I guess nothing that, really happens now. Yeah, <laughs> and you really wouldn't want to live in like New Orleans, like in that area, and like the Bayou, because like that's where all the just as like dark stuff happens, like all that like spiritual and, and swamp thing and enchantress and all that. Like, no thanks, I'm good. I'd yeah. hang out with Swamp Thing, man. Oh yeah, I'd I hang would out hang. With swamp thing. Well, Swamp Thing wouldn't hang out with us. Nah. You know who? would I don't think my allergies could handle it. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the one thing you got to be worried about. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm like, oh god, the mold. Frankenstein <laughs> might want to hang out though. Mm, maybe. I'm sorry. Is he Fra- he's Frankenstein in the comic books, but he's Frankenstein's monster in, in literature, right? They call him Frankenstein yes. in the... Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure. <laughs> anyway. So Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with Central City. You just got to... And you get... That's like dinner and a show is when you yeah. go to Central City. I wonder if people would just like hang out at the bar and would like... I don't know. And just see like what antics some happens. sort of gallery yeah, from yeah, Flash yeah. is happening and just because that's that's entertainment it's like I'm gonna rob this bank zip 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 no, oh I got him <laughs> oh yay and we clap and we erected an entire museum of this speedster like that's just and I would go to that museum because oh, that sounds like a great idea every day yeah. yeah I'd work at that museum no you wouldn't yeah I'd probably I not. would tell myself I would go to the museum and then I would like nah because <laughs> I had other things I needed to do the only one you gotta worry about is uh, Gorilla Grodd oh yeah, I'm sorry psychopath or psych Psych, what, what am I, psychic monkey demon king i'm good i don't i don't want to deal with that <laughs> uh, <laughs> where does wonder woman hang out is it the dc area i guess um where is she in the movie she's like in greece in the movie 
No, or no, no, she's in France. She's because uh, she's in like that. Yeah, she's in like the, was... the Louvre or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like. Yeah, a, I thought she worked at the Louvre. Yeah, she's like a curator there. So I assume that's that's more normal. That um, is, yeah. When we get to Wonder Woman minute, I'll have some thoughts. That's kind of cool that she doesn't yeah. like have to live in America. Right? Yeah. I wish I didn't either. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so we see Gal Gadot in this amazing. Um, white like wardrobe with like that's kind of very reminiscent to the wonder woman outfit um with like the gold like collar and everything and just amazing the, the wardrobe in this film has been so on point and look at that tv where it's like uh it's a painting frame you see what i'm talking about the tv that she's oh yeah watching? i've seen those before i've been in hotels where they have like a, t- a television that's that has like molding or whatever around it. That's amazing. It's I cool, that. right? <laughs> it's fancy I think it's the coolest thing in the world. It's yeah. like uh, it's like those uh, Harry Potter pictures that move. I think the one the ballroom downtown has them like that. I think the Grand Bohemian. Grand Bohemian. What did I call uh, it? Ballroom. Uh, same, same thing. thing. Same thing. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty Just, sure you can see them from the street too. Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah, it, it definitely has like a um like a monster movie like a kaiju film type feel to it because she's like walking in this building and the lights are flickering and there's like earth like a a shaking to the to the to the earth around Mm -hmm. her so it's very terrifying but um yeah i just something about these wonder woman scenes they're just always so uh lush you know like luxury yeah oh yeah for sure like she's got to look pristine and like a queen like yeah (laughs) Like a princess. Like a princess. That's more like it. Um, and then we cut to our other princess, Lois Lane, who's getting in a cab to go to the Daily Planet. Which clearly this cab isn't going anywhere because this traffic, that look at all those cars behind her. That cab's not moving. It looked like that cab was just sitting there. So she's just like, all right, Daily Planet, when the light changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, and Superman shows up and he's like, I have to go face him. I always liked that, that he was just there. You didn't hear him. He didn't like, Lois, I'm landing. Like, there's nothing like, he's just like, he's just there. And he's not even like, he's not even directly like acknowledging her. He's like, he's almost looking past her where it's just like, like, Hey, I, I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm stuck. Uh And it's like, Whoa, cool. I don't know. You don't it's even like get the, the same, sound effect. <clears throat> no, you don't. And it's like the same thing that happened when he was waiting on the balcony for her when she was in D.C. Or in Man of Steel when he showed up behind her at Jonathan Kent's grave. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. like, you heard him in Man of Steel. Yeah. You heard the whistling. You heard the everything. Like, he's just... It's cool that he's just there. And we accept it because he's Superman and he can do that. He's just there. Like, that's a Batman move, but... This guy just like yeah. sped up in here and did it. <laughs> did he run? I feel bad now because I now I really want every time for him to just Lois, I'm landing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm landing. Look out below. It's a very <laughs> Seinfeld Superman I'm, thing. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crack the asphalt again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you would expect that out of like Max Fleischer's films, just like I'm coming down now. <laughs> like the radio broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> if he just yeah if he just <laughs> like if he's if he announces that he's like landing every you know just as he always says up up and away oh yeah when he flies away yeah down down and i'm here <laughs> like that where's yep. my pen <laughs> give me your pen <laughs> oh that's awesome that needs to be what it is now 
Oh, man. Down, down, and stationary. <laughs> and landed. Hey, guys, guess what? I'm here. And it's like, oh, yeah, you are. I mean, cool. That's like a, that's like a booster gold thing. That is a very booster gold thing. Yeah. <laughs> man, we are just, we need that movie. A booster gold movie? Yeah, just, so. Booster gold, Blue Beetle, Buddy Cop movie, please. Yeah, like I mean, why? starring Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Um, you know, I'm not too mad at that. I would be Owen Wilson as Booster Gold, and who's the other one? As Vince Vaughn. Oh, as uh, Vince Vaughn. He's as Ted Cord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it would have. I to could be also reversed. do Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk. Yeah, I, I didn't, wasn't that the rumor though? Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk being yeah, there that was, was that was, quote was that, that Nathan Fillion said he would only do it if Alan Tudyk could be Ted Cord. Um, yeah, it would just be weird. That'd be the opposite of what I would want. I'd still want it though. I don't need to see. I don't need to see Fillion playing Captain Hammer again. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's literally playing Captain Hammer. Yeah. I th- yeah, he's typecasted. Nathan Fillion. He's he's been lately just doing Nathan Fillion, which is sad because I feel like he can. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good on his own. I don't well. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is that? Can you? Alan Tudyk's been given great range lately as an actor. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, you you want to play a robot? You want to do this? You want to do you know? But all... when Nathan Fillion's just playing Nathan Fillion, that's like it seemed like that's just more like his acting style. It's like it's not like you're just playing Nathan Fillion. It's like that's just what he kind of is. The personality normally, actor, I guess. But like, Cade Six is kind of different than Castle. Uh, the voice is there, but like, yeah, Cade is more goofy, I guess. Um, Still, just sounds like Nathan Fillion. To I don't me. know. I mean, I love Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern in the animated movie. Like that was, I kind of wish that he would be live action. I think yeah, he's too yeah, old, absolutely. But, uh, no, who cares if he's old? Who cares? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Having you know, I think. Yeah, I don't care. Have a season. How old? Yeah, you? yeah. I yeah. think the whole like, oh, they got to be 33, and yeah, throw that out the window. Well, clearly, yeah, Batman. yeah. We got like a 50 year old Batman. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought I thought about this the other day, like you know. Gal Gadot is always going to keep aging, but you know who doesn't want like old season Wonder Woman? You know, like if I got like you know older Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, hell yeah! You didn't read any of the uh, the newer Dark Knight three that came out? No, the Master. Oh, yeah, but I do know she's one. in there. Yeah, don't Yo. they have like a child or something? Yeah, there's like man. I, st- I think spoil I alert for people yeah. who haven't read Sorry. Master Race. Yo, if you if you get a chance, go get those collections. They're uh, they're pretty good. It's it's got good. Good, good, stuff. good style of, of the characters, especially in their older age. Um, I mean, King... They had a kid in the uh, the second one, wasn't it? The Dark Knight Strikes Again? Yeah. Yeah. Carried over, which... I haven't read Master Race yet. Master Race is good. I've got it actually sitting right right next to me. It's 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 pretty good. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I really like the... um In the single issues, they had like little... In between the books where the staples are, they had like little tiny um stories of what other characters were going on like i think uh, you know flash was one of them green lantern was one of them and uh huh. someone else uh i think the atom was also part of it when mm-hmm. or no that was he was actually i think the you're talking story. about flashpoint right? no i'm not talking about flashpoint oh. like in master race like in between the oh, single in issues master- okay, there was okay. little tiny ones and i remember the green lantern one and like i think superman came and like just destroyed hal like ripped his arm off or something like that what the hell and like but yeah, he like told, or I mean, like he did that in Green Arrow or whatever. But like he did something, 
Yeah. Where he was falling, and then, like, it was almost like, oh, snap, he just killed Hal Jordan, but saved him at the last minute. It was like, you're out of commission, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It was really cool. I like the Master Race. Um, strikes again. Meh. Fair enough. Do you guys have anything else for today's minute? <laughs> <laughs> I I do. Yeah, go for go it, man. For it. If you're... If you have like multiple TVs in a in a newsroom, wouldn't you think they would be set to like different news stations? Yep. Would they all be set to CNN like all in a row? Yeah, I think we talked about this earlier too. It's like uh, there's no Metropolis News Network. There was last movie, but there's none in this movie. No, no. In the last movie, there was always CNN. That wasn't in this movie. We finally got like oh Metropolis News at nine or. Gotham this and you know we got those different channels in this film but in Man of Steel it was always CNN it was CNN everything was it yeah it was so weird everything was CNN but here it's like I don't know I CNN is like I guess maybe the first one to report it maybe that's why all the TVs are on it I don't know maybe the daily or maybe they're like maybe the others are like too politically uh I don't know like Unjust. Too politically biased, like yeah. MSNBC is too liberal, Fox is too conservative, so they were just like, we'll go with CNN so we won't piss off the audience for that reason. Yeah, but then again, there was a you segment know? of Nancy Grace in it <laughs> a little bit ago. I feel, That's true. I feel like they were like, hey, we're going to have Nancy Grace, but then someone was like, yo, you need to calm it, like, you, you need to tone Nancy Grace down and throw in some Anderson Cooper, and everybody will be happy. Uh-huh. What is he on, CNN? Yeah, and his own things now. Um, Anderson Cooper does so much, man. Uh, yeah, he's mainly on CNN. Uh, I think he did a little bit. What was 360 on? That was CNN. You're um, asking the wrong person. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't follow any of that crap. <laughs> well, well said. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just. I. I don't know. I, I mean. I don't know how you could be biased about the situation. I mean, obviously, they ha- people find a way to be biased about uh, spin these stories however they want. That's just good journalism, unfortunately. Yeah, there's still a whole crowd of protesters outside the Capitol building that were yeah. trying to shoo away an alien. Yeah, I'm sure someone, I'm sure Fox or something is like, look at what Superman is doing now with like this electricity that's coming out of the yep. crash site or, yep. you know, blackouts. It, yeah, it's just in just sad so gal gadot when she's she's watching that tv on um in the hotel lobby the one in the picture frame that is metropolis news eight or whatever channel eight or whatever that's the one that gets taken out Mm -hmm. what do you mean anderson cooper says something about the metropolis news eight helicopter being destroyed later on in the movie and i remember anderson cooper says it's metropolis news and it's not like a cnn helicopter so is CNN oh. helicopter took out the Metropolis News Network, so they would have exclusive coverage. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, I don't remember what Anderson Cooper, if he's on CNN or if he's on Metropolis News later on in the film. <clears throat> There's also other footage of this. Diana sees a lot of the news footage from now up until, you know, a couple weeks from now that we're covering. Like, she'll see multiple TVs. She's on her computer later on, and she sees it. She's on the plane, and she sees it. We got to look out to see what news outlets those are yeah this one uh the headline for the one gal gadot is what diana prince is watching uh it says unusual activity at heroes park so i don't know if that's the first time no it's not the first time we see the name heroes park i think it was when wallace keith defaced the superman statue yeah. said heroes park as well so yeah, yeah cool mm-hmm. cool little callback but 
Um, as a reporter, would you guys want to be that close to that uh, crash site with the lightning going off? Yeah. I mean, if I'm a reporter, yeah. You'd be okay with that? Yeah, you got to get, in get into it. All right. You, I, saw, you saw that. Uh, I think as I stated before, I would be in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, fly, <laughs> yeah. fly over far away from it. Did you see that Nightcrawler movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? No. You're, you would have answered me by now if you saw. Yeah, it. he's a reporter. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's not a reporter. So I got he's nocturnal just a, animals confused with. He's a cameraman, those. and like he's just like one of those guys. It's like I'm just gonna go out and try to find trouble mm-hmm. and like get into it, and like that's like that mindset. So I feel like if you're in that job, you kind of have to be. You gotta be okay with it. You gotta be okay with going close to the action. Hmm. Cool. I don't know, man. News reporters are balls. I'll be honest, like, there was, like, two seconds there where I was like, did they make a movie about Nightcrawler? <laughs> oh, snap. And I just missed it? Oh, no, they're just talking about the, the different thing. Okay. Who is it? Uh, <laughs> like, my mind always goes to superheroes. <laughs> Alan, Alan Cummins? Yeah, Alan Cummins. Uh, I'd, I'd pass. I don't, know, I don't remember who it was in Apocalypse, but... Oh, some kid. I liked him, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he was all right. <laughs> he wasn't the worst thing in that movie. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but cool. Welcome back to X-Men Minute. I'm your host, uh, Jim Jones. Are you guys have anything else for this one? Uh, I'm good. All right. I think I'm done with this minute. All righty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minutes and toolmedia.com and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And don't forget to check out our Patreon for only $5 a month. You get bonus to uh, loads of content, bonus content from Nathan and I who do this DC podcast, uh, Tarantino Minute, where we're going to be covering Pulp Side of the Moon. I- I'm going to have to check with Mike about that one. Um, and uh, also every month we do a kind of all-inclusive podcast that includes us, the host of Austin Powers Minute and Tarantino Minute as well. And check that out, and we'll check you guys out tomorrow here on a DC Cinematic Minute.